December 29th, 1940. Days later, the papers were calling it the Second Great Fire of London. The night that Hitler tried to burn the capital city. People claim Hitler did it out of spite, retaliation for the bombing of German ports on Boxing Day, but there was so much propaganda flying around back then. All I know is the Luftwaffe poured more than 24,000 high explosive bombs across Greater London, killing nearly 200 people. And I just stood there and watched them all die. The best place to watch it was on top of the Daily Mail building on Fleet Street. It was the most brilliant view of the London skyline. You could see the destruction for miles, all the way across the river towards Southfields. I had to tell them I was fire watching. Of course, it was the only way they'd leave me alone. <laughs> Even took a tin hat and a bucket of sand with me. That was where I first saw them. They were just faces at first, watching me from the ruins, half hidden by the fire and the smoke. They seemed oblivious of everyone and everything around them, all the people, the destruction, the death, everything except me. was the first night I saw them. After that, I saw them every night. <laughs> they were like an optical illusion. One moment you see one thing, then suddenly you see something different, something you hadn't expected, something you couldn't forget. And like all those pictures, it was impossible to unsee them. I wandered the streets of London for a while, watching bombs drop from the sky and the city fall down around me. Then I headed back to my home in the heart of Mayfair. There was a sickly, slightly smoky tang at the back of my throat, something only a half a bottle of Glendronna could assist with. I knew there was something wrong the moment I locked the door behind me. It was cold, colder than outside colder than the harshest London winter. There was a smell, too. Dank and musty like newly turned earth. But, as any rational-minded person would have done, I put it down to the lateness of the hour and an overactive imagination, and went instead to pour myself a drink. I must have drunk more than I'd intended, because I can't remember anything after that. Only the dream.
Have we got a treat for you this evening? Oh, yes. Up next is a delightfully talented young lady who I know you're going to love. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the wonderful, the beautiful, the sick-up song thrush herself, Rosina Sawyer. If Arthur catches us, he'll fetch the bobbies. Let him. Do you think I care? A hundred policemen can drag me away from you tonight. <laughs> Proper silver tongue you've got on you. What's a gentleman like you doing in a three-penny stall? Because the seven-shilling seats were full. Oh, I'd happily sit on the side of the stage just to hear you sing. I knew from the moment I saw you, I must have you. Oh, Mr Grey, why do you say such things to me? I never give you any encouragement. Well, that's what I love about you, Rosina. You're so innocent, so... Unspoiled. Mr. Gray, you mustn't say such things to me. It's not right. Oh, that's Alfred now. Look, you have to go. If he catches us, I'll be out on my ear with no job. Let him catch us. We're not doing anything wrong. Not yet, anyway. There's no visitors allowed backstage. It's house rules. Rosina! Please, you have to go. What, out there? You want me to climb out the window? It's the only way you won't be seen. Please, you, you must. For me. All right, but on one condition. Rosina! Mr. Gray, this ain't the time for games. I'll go if you promise to meet me again. Tomorrow night after last house. I can't! Then I'm not going. You must! Then promise me. Dorian! Damn it. I know it was just a dream. But there was something about it that made it feel real. As though the events of 1911 were happening there and then. It was probably just the drink. Half a bottle of scotch on an empty stomach. Good stuff, too. Twenty-year-old single malt. That'd be enough to make anyone see pink elephants. <laughs> That's what I thought at first. Hello? Hello? Someone there? As I say, it was probably just the drink, but I wasn't taking any chances. The faces were there again the following night, only this time there were more of them. There had only been four or five when I'd first spotted them, no more than half a dozen at the very most, but by the following night, there were ten, maybe twelve new figures. I was definitely attracting interest somewhere. I never made the connection, not then at any rate. It wasn't until I got home that night that the pieces started falling into place. It was the dead of night. I thought it was another dream at first. I lay there for several seconds listening to the sounds of my own home before accepting that this was real. I was awake. Is somebody there? Whoever it is, I'm not amused by your little games. Who's there? 
You'll get me into trouble. <laughs> You're so wicked. Who is it? Who are you? I've never drunk champagne before. <laughs> it tastes bitter. Oh, well, it's, uh, it's called Valle. Valle de la Mar. What's going on? What did you just do to me? It's not what I was expecting. I can't say I care for it much myself. Stop it! Stop making me say these things. Do you know everyone here? No! No! Hmm? What? Good God, no. Don't know a soul. Don't want to either. They all look like frightful bores. I thought Mr. Dorian Gray knew everyone. You said you've been here before. Oh, yes, well, I have. In fact, I'm quite a regular. But I don't come here to socialize. And I certainly don't come here for this stuff. Tastes like elderflower mixed with cat's piss. Dorian, you shouldn't say things like that. Oh, Rosine, you're such an unsullied little thing. I'm surprised you haven't been plucked before now. Rosina Sawyer. How does such an innocent creature as you come to have such an exotic name? Oh, that ain't my real name. No? No. It's just a stage name. My real name's Mary. Oh. So how did you come by Rosina? My father picked it for me. You know, after the singer, Rosina Delray. I'm afraid I know very little about musical Mary. But you were there the night I sang. That's where you first saw me. Oh, my dear, I was there because of you. I'd heard there was a splendid little creature singing on the halls, and how could I resist? You mean, it wasn't love at first sight? <laughs> no, of course it wasn't. Such things don't exist outside of sensationalist pamphlets and penny-dreadful novels. Now, drink up and follow me. There's someone I'd like you to meet. <laughs> 